my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Well, let's turn our, in our Bibles, if we will, to uh, uh, Luke chapter 4 quickly. Veamos rápidamente nuestras Biblias el capítulo. And we've been talking about the walk now in the book of Ephesians. Y hablamos ahora acerca del andar aquí en el libro de Efesios. I hope we're doing more than talking about it. I hope we're reaching hearts. Yo espero que hemos hecho más que hablar, pero también hemos alcanzado tocado corazones. And uh, I was meditating on this, this uh, once again this prayer of Paul's in, cha- in the first chapter. Yo seguía meditando en esta oración de Pablo en el primer capítulo. And, and what a perfect divine order he puts it all in. Y en qué quizás orden tan divino en la manera que él lo pone. First of all, hope. Primeramente esperanza. Second of all, love, a horizontal relationship. Segundamente esa relación horizontal. And thirdly, faith. Y, por, y tercero la fe. To stand. La fe de pararnos. And in the last chapter, he's going to talk to us. Uh, Paul shares here about about the power that we have to resist the devil. Y en el último capítulo, Pablo comparte nos habla de ese poder que tenemos para uh, para pelear, ¿no? Yeah. And, and, but before it, we understand the authority and power and, 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 and strength God has for us. Pero antes de ello entendemos el poder, la autoridad que Dios tiene para nosotros. We need to understand this relationship also. Necesitamos entonces también entender esta relación horizontal. Amen. Amen. Because what a, what, what a, what a humiliating, humbling thing. Porque qué, quizás qué cosa más humillante, ¿no? That God is, wants to give us power. Que, que Dios quiere darnos poder against the devil contra el diablo amen huh? what a thing that God wants to give us that authority que, que cosa de que Dios quiera él darnos esa autoridad and here in Ephesians chapter 4 y aquí en Efesios 4 and, and uh, you know I found a secret in, in, in fighting <coughs> in prayer yo he encontrado quizás un secreto en lo que um, pelear una oración you know when most of the uh, years gone, years passed when most warfare was done uh, on land y en años pasados cuando quizás la mayoría de, de las batallas se peleaban en tierra Where was the safest place to be? ¿cuál era el lugar quizás más seguro de estar? y quizás no sé cómo en español se diga ¿no? pero bueno bueno, que están escondidos abajo, ¿no? Safe from the, the, the fly of the arrow. Que quizás fly of the bullet. A, a salvo, ¿no? O sea, quizás del, de la flecha o del, o del balazo. And that's a safe place to be. Y ese es un lugar seguro de, de que estar. In our warfare. En, en la batalla. As well. También. Even though he seated us in heavenly places. Aún cuando él nos sienta en lugares celestiales. We need to realize the foxhole. Tenemos que darnos cuenta de esa trinchera. We need to be living in also. Que también necesitamos vivir ahí. And in Ephesians 4, in Ephesians 4, Paul says, I'm referring to walking worthy, which we uh, discussed before, uh, a balanced life. And he says in verse 2, there's four things that we want to get under our belt, if we can use that expression. We want to get into our lives. Pablo explica aquí acerca de este caminar que nos da, o sea, de cuatro cosas que necesitamos en nuestra vida. Verse 3 is the goal. Verso 3 es la meta. En verso 3, solicitos en guardar la unidad del Espíritu en el vínculo de la paz. La última parte del verso 2 habla del amor, o sea que el amor en unidad. That's what this whole next part of the book is talking about. Y de eso nos habla toda esta otra sección del libro. But there are four hindrances. Pero hay cuatro impedimentos. There's two things that, that hinder us, that keep us from love and unity with God. Dos cosas que nos prevén, nos prohíben, quizás esa unidad con Dios. And there's two things that keep us from love and unity with one another. Dos cosas que nos nos prevén de tener esa unidad y amor unos con otros. Right. And the first two we see the uh, the first two we mentioned is selfish pride and selfish resistance. Y lo primero que veíamos era ese uh, ese orgullo um, 
ese orgullo egoísta y, y también resistance, la, la, resi resistance. La, la resistencia también a, a egoísta and that's our, and, and our relationship with God. y eso es nuestra relación con Dios Those are things he wants to bring down. son cosas que Dios quiere And in our relationship with one another, it's selfish impatience. Yeah, and selfish intolerance. Right. And the solution Paul gives us in verse 2. In verse 2 it says, First of all, lowliness. Secondly, meekness. Third, uh, it's a little bit different in Spanish, bear with me. Long suffering or long longanimidad. Long suffering. And then patience or forbearing one another. And now I want to look at the word lowliness this morning if we can. Let me, let me share with you something that I found in my time of prayer. Voy a compartir esto que algo que he encontrado en mi tiempo de, de oración. You know, I, you oftentimes hear people, maybe on radio or, or on TV, they're binding the devil and putting him in the pit and chains and all kinds of things, you know. Yeah, lo escuchamos, ya sea quizás por la radio o la televisión, a veces personas que quizás se refieren a términos como atando al diablo, encadenándolo de vuelta en, la, en el... Lago de fuego, algo así. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and of course, God does give us authority in prayer. Claro, sí, Dios nos da autoridad en oración. Let me show you an interesting verse in Jude, verse, uh, I think it's Jude in verse 9. Pero veamos un, un verso interesante aquí en Judas, verso 9. Jude is just a tiny little uh, postcard written uh, just before Revelation. Y Judas es una tarjeta postal que escribió Pablo ahí, ¿no? Antes de, de escribir Apocalipsis, antes de... Right. Uh, in verse 9, it, it's telling us an interesting thing. Jude is telling us of something that took place in the Old Testament. And we won't get into the details of what he's referring to here, but it's a very interesting thought. Talking about the body of Moses. Um, I, I think if you read in the Old Testament, you'll find it interesting that That, uh, that it, uh, Moses, when he died, there was really no um, specific burial mentioned there. Que no vemos en verdad una sepultura ahí. Something happened to Moses. Algo pasó con Moisés. We won't get into that today. No vamos a entrar en eso. But it seems like the devil was disputing with Michael the archangel about Moses' body. Pero parece que el diablo disputaba con el arcángel Miguel el cuerpo de Moisés. Disputing, they have an argument right there. Otra palabra, un argumento tenían ahí. With the body of Moses. En cuanto al cuerpo de Moisés. And, uh, and notice that Michael the archangel, understand archangel is one of the highest angels in rank. Y noten que el arcángel Miguel, o sea, y si hay un arcángel, es uno de los rangos más altos de angelicales. But it says Michael the Archangel. Pero dice que el arcángel Miguel. He did not, he did not dare bring a real accusation against the devil by himself. Dice aquí la palabra que no se atrevió, dice, a proferir juicio de maldición contra el diablo. How did he say it? ¿Cómo lo dijo? He didn't say I rebuke you. Él lo dijo, te arrepiento. What did he say? ¿Qué dijo? The Lord rebuke you. <laughs> El Señor te reprenda. And understanding this idea of lowliness, y entendiendo esta idea de humildad, we need to understand something. Uh, algo. At the very fall of Satan, of Lucifer, as la, he was previously known, la caída misma de, de Satanás o Lucifer, como se refería, was because of pride. Fue por Most of us know that. Todos sabemos, quizás eso. And the opposite of this lowliness y lo opuesto de esta humildad is a, a selfish pride where um, we don't feel the need for God's help. Es un orgullo egoísta que no nos hace sentir la necesidad de la ayuda de Dios. Can I make it real simple? Y para hacerlo simple, the lack of prayer la falta de oración in our lives en nuestras vidas is due to pride. Es quizás debido al orgullo. Can you accept that? ¿Se acepta o no? You may say, well, no, I just don't have time. No, it's because we think we can do it ourselves. No, más bien creo que pensamos que podemos nosotros hacer I mean, todo. I don't have time to ask God for help. I can, you know, I mean, just get into the day and do it myself, you know. I had a time this past week of, of, of 
Yo esta semana pasada tuve un tiempo de quizás darme cuenta de lo que es hacer todo por mí mismo. You know, there's times that I don't know if you have this relationship with God or not, but there's been times in my life where God is specifically just boom, taking grace off of me. Y hay tiempo, no sé cada quien si experimenta esta relación con Dios, pero hay tiempo en que yo he visto como él quizás como que remueve su gracia. Remember years ago when I was first learning how to play the a piano in church for, for the services. Yo atrás cuando aprendía primeramente a tocar el piano. And I, I was playing, I was going, wow, this is this is wonderful, you know. And I was watching my hands move, and I, you know, the anointing was there. Me maravillaba, decía, wow, qué maravilloso, y la unción estaba conmigo. I thought, well, how do my, I begin to think, how do my hands know where to go? Y yo decía, cómo mis dedos, cómo saben mis manos dónde ir. So wow, what a talent I have. Y yo dije, qué talento. Y no puedo quizás explicar en verdad el, el sentir que vino a mí. It felt like an eternity of time, but se I'm sure it was only a few seconds. Se sintió como una eternidad, aun cuanto fue solo segundos. But all of a sudden, every idea or understanding of how to play was wiped out of my mind. I, I felt it. De repente toda idea <laughs> o inteligencia, lo que sea, de cómo tocar desapareció. I, I panicked. Me llené de pánico. I, said, I don't even know. What, I didn't even know. I couldn't even think of what to do next. Y dije, ni, ni sé qué hacer. And God just reminded me. Y Dios me recordó. It's by my grace. Por mi gracia. By my grace. Por mi gracia. Amen. Amen. You know, I don't know if you've had experiences like that. No sé si alguno ha tenido experiencias como esta. God esta. takes grace off of you. En que Dios remueve su gracia de ti. Perhaps not out of punishment. No como castigo. But to let you see. Pero para que veas. What you are. Lo que eres. Without His grace. Sin su gracia. Now some of us don't permit God to do that. Algunos quizás no permitimos que Dios haga eso. God knows that He can't do that with some of us. Dios sabe que no puede hacer eso con algunos de nosotros. Because we would rise up and shake our fist at God and say, "What's wrong with you, Lord? Your fault." Y darían los puños y decir, "Señor, ¿qué pasa? ¿Por qué?" So He leaves you alone and He leaves that grace on you yes, and, bueno, and, until you grow a little more. Te deja y está bien esa gracia contigo hasta que crezcas un poco. And, and then He begins to deal with you. Y entonces empieza a tratar. I heard one precious man of God tell us, share with us one time, that at the end, if we've let God have His way in our life, there'll be one thing we know, the difference between us and God's grace. Tremendous. But this idea here, here Michael would not rebuke Lucifer. He would say the, only the Lord rebuke you. Of course, God has even given us more authority than the angels. I think we'll see that later on. But I've learned something in prayer, at least in my own personal life. I want to share it with you if you can. In Matthew chapter 5, Desafortunadamente, como que la oración a veces más bien nos hace orgulloso. Sometimes, we, you know, I mean, when I when I was working with other mission, you know, with, with other missionaries together, we lived together, we traveled from place to place, and and uh, we would oftentimes, you know, see who could get the skinniest or who had the baggiest knees in her pants or. <laughs> Yo recuerdo trabajando con otros misionarios, misioneros bajaba, I mean, viajaba por diferentes lugares y nos no, comparábamos, I mean, ¿no? I mean, we weren't really talking about things like that. We were just in our minds, you know, I'd say, well, boy, he's really fasting. I'm going to start fasting now, you know. And, or, no, no hablamos, pero sí en nuestra mente decíamos, you know, wow, el te está ayunando, ¿verdad? Que más vale que yo ayune también. And we get in our mind all kinds of ideas. Y nos llenamos la mente de toda idea, ¿no? I remember one time they sent me to a church in Brooklyn, New York to work with some pastors there. Recuerdo esta vez que me enviaron a Brooklyn, en New York, ¿no? Para trabajar con este pastor. And the Lord just gave me grace to pray. Y Dios me dio gracia por orar. And boy, I, I, I could wake up, I woke up early to pray. Y Estoy temprano estaba orando. I was I didn't feel like I wasn't tired. No no sentía cansancio. I was going to bed. I I, I couldn't stop praying. Praying Estaba y no podía dejar de orar. Boy, I felt so good. Y me sentía tan bien. And then I began to realize. Y entonces me di cuenta. The pastor. Que el pastor. He, when I was up praying, he was still sleeping. Mientras yo oraba, él estaba dormido. <laughs> And when he went to bed. Y cuando él se acostaba. I spent a little more time praying than he did at night. Yo me quedaba un poco más de tiempo orando que él. In fact, he began. To me, it seemed like he was sleeping all the time. Y para mí como que era un dormilón bien todo el tiempo. He wasn't praying like me. No oraba como yo. And I began to think. Y yo pensé, he's the pastor. Este es el pastor. But I'm praying more than the pastor. Y oro más que el pastor. And I began to think about that. Y yo pensaba en esto. 
Only for about two minutes. <laughs> and from that point, I don't, I don't recall what happened, but for, for months I couldn't wake up on time. And even when we were praying in church meetings, I would you know, fall asleep. I didn't, I didn't realize what hit me until a couple, about a couple months later and, and I said, Lord, why can't I pray? No me di cuenta que pasó hasta unos meses después que dije, Señor, pero ¿por qué no puedo ya ahora? See, all those years I, I kept a diary and the Lord says, go back and check your diary on such and such day. Y todos esos años yo guardaba un diario, ¿no? Escribía un diario, el Señor dijo, chequea, eso va más atrás. I went back and it said, you know, about prayer and the pastor not praying and, oh, Lord, help the pastor kind of a thing, you know. Y miré en mi diario y como había escrito acerca de la oración, Señor, como yo oro, ayuda al pastor a orar. He said, Lord, forgive me. Y yo dije, Señor, perdóname. Forgive me, Lord. Perdóname, Señor. Isn't it strange how pride can crop up in the strangest circumstances. Y no es realmente extraño como este orgullo como que entra en nuestra vida en la manera más extraña. Right? Huh? We can get so humble. Nos podemos llegar a ser tan humildes that we get that we get proud. Que nos enorgullecemos de ello. Does that make sense? Hmm? Sí o no? Does it make sense to you? Huh? It doesn't make sense sentido, up here, no? but how many have experienced? Porque no ha sentido aquí, pero lo hemos experimentado right? quizás. Well, it's a strange thing, and you know the devil's going to do the best he can. To, to, to trick us. Now, let me share something with you. Matthew chapter five. Because this this lowliness that we're talking about from Ephesians, it's, it concerns our walk with one another. It's primarily a first of all relationship with God, but it definitely affects the way we work with others. And Matthew chapter five. It says something here. That. Um, If we can look at Matthew chapter 5, um, verse 25. Verso 25. Now this is going to sound a little strange to you. But here's how the Lord spoke it to me. Here in verse 25, it says, Agree with thine adversary quickly. How does that make much sense to you right now? I mean, just think, we're talking about fighting our adversaries, resisting our adversaries, rising up. And here it says, agree with your adversary. Ahora tiene sentido eso cuando hablamos de resistir y pelear. Y más bien aquí dice, ponte de acuerdo. Agree with him quickly. Ponte de acuerdo pronto. While you're in the way, Ahora dice, entre tanto estás en él con él en el camino. Lest at any time the adversary deliver thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee to the officer, and thou be cast into prison. No sea que el adversario te entregue al juez, y el juez al alguacil, y seas echado a la cárcel. Now, now what does that mean, right? <laughs> so what a strange thing. And this is the so-called Sermon on the Mount of Jesus. He says, agree with your adversary quickly. Now, I'm not saying this is the, what the verse literally means, but I want to share how the Lord spoke it to me. You know, there's things in our life hay cosas en nuestras vidas, areas of our life, áreas de nuestra vida, where we have our our shortcomings, we call it, or whatever it may be, things we've done wrong, we feel guilty about it, and we know that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. Y nos tenemos, encontramos quizás fallas en nuestras vidas, cosas que hemos hecho mal, y, y, y como sabemos, el diablo es el acusador de los de los hermanos. Some people come to church and think the pastor is the accuser of the brethren. A veces algunos llegan a la iglesia pensando que el pastor es el acusador de los hermanos. Why is he preaching about me up there? ¿Por qué siempre predica acerca de mí ahí? I've heard that complaint from so many people over the years that the pastor he he was talking about all my problems. Problems, you know. I don't like that church. They talk about my problems there. They don't realize that, that their problems probably have the problem half the others in the church too. And the pastor's problem too. But we, we get this idea of, uh, we understand the devil comes to condemn us and, and make us feel bad for what we've done. The devil, the devil. And our reaction to that, in some instances at least, is to resist it and to tell the devil, get away from me, devil! Shout of God! 
decimos resistimos al diablo o vete ese diablo and he doesn't leave you y no te deja and you want to devil I'm not shouting loud get away devil y quizás dice no estoy gritando mucho leave me alone déjame en paz leave me alone devil déjame you know I'm a child of God yo soy un hijo de Dios I have his righteousness yo tengo esta justicia covered by his blood which is all true estoy cubierto por su sangre lo cual es verdad but you see the devil is the accuser pero el diablo es acusador. Now the devil can't read your thoughts. Understand that today. Entendamos que el diablo no puede leer tu mente. Only God reads thoughts. Solo Dios es quien ve los pensamientos. But he sees your actions. Pero él ve tus actos. And he sees the words you speak. Y ve también hoy, o por lo menos hoy, las palabras que hablas. Right? And he knows what's in man. Y se da cuenta lo que está en el hombre. We see that in the book of Job. Vemos eso en Job. He knows what's inside man in general sabe generalmente lo que está en el hombre y cuando él ve algo que has hecho o dijiste algo especialmente ya sea privadamente o en público él está ahí te agarré culpable lo hiciste ¿sí o no? ¿no es su deber? No es su trabajo. And he, he runs to the Father, the Bible says. Dice que corre a Dios. He runs to God. Corre hacia Dios. He says, "Look what he or she did." Mira lo que fulano de tal hizo. You see? Now does he have the right to do that? Tiene el derecho a hacer ello. Oh no, we're children of God. Oh no, nosotros somos hijos de Dios. No, he has the right to do it. No, tiene el derecho a hacerlo. And we, I, and so I've taken this verse in this manner. Yo he tomado este verso de esta manera. When that feeling of condemnation comes, when that guilt comes, instead of fighting it or resisting it or succumbing to it, either either one is wrong. See, some people do the opposite of resist condemnation and rise. They they say, "That's right, I'm no good for anything, you know. Can't do it all." A quienes hacen lo opuesto de resistir o pelear esta condenación más bien se entregan y dicen bueno yo no soy bueno para nada no puedo hacer nada and they just, they just quit. y, y se, se dan por vencido so the devil wants you to do one of those two things. el diablo quiere ya sea eso o otro, o otro que What hagas he want you to do lo que no quiere que puedas hacer is to agree with him. es de quizás ponerte de acuerdo con él Think about it just for a minute. Mm-hmm. piensa en eso the devil comes. el diablo viene he accuses you you're not praying enough. Now, has the devil told any of you that this week? Anybody? Has he been to your house knocking? Oh, not praying enough there. Yeah. Has he come to your house and told you a few things like that? Not praying, are you? Huh? <laughs> when, when was the last time you read the Bible? Or better yet, where is your Bible? <laughs> Has he come to your house? And... There's one of two reasons why he hasn't come to your house. One is uh, because I mean, it doesn't matter to you whether you read or pray or not. And the other is because you've already found your security in Christ. And he knows he can't come near you. But when he comes, when he comes, what will you do? Now, one way I know how, one way I know in my life how I would respond. Is how I would respond if one of you came to me. Said pastor. Said pastor. Or brother David, are, are you praying? I say, <coughs> well, I, yeah, I prayed um, a couple minutes ago. I was, <laughs> I had dinner. You know, I ate, you know. <laughs> You know, I, you know, justify ourselves quickly. Or we turn back with a quick question. Well, how about you? Did you pray? Yeah. I didn't pray, but I read the Bible. Do we justify ourselves? If so, we, we can't find that cleansing in, in Christ. Jesus said, agree with your adversary. Now listen just for a minute. Devil comes knocking at your door. Yes, okay, Sheila. Okay, Roberto. Okay, Jenny. Narcissus. Not praying, are you? And you're going to go to church. You hypocrites. Just stay home. You've not been praying. You've not been reading the Bible. No estás leyendo la Biblia. Hypocrites. Hypocrites. You're not a Christian. 
You're not a Christian. No soy cristiano. Some child of God you are. ¿Qué clase hijo de Dios que eres? The devil. No, I don't know how he talks to you. Maybe it's in Spanish. It's not this different, you know, but <laughs> Yo no sé cómo él te habla, ¿no? En español. <laughs> but you know when the devil speaks like that. When he comes like that. Pero cuando él viene así. You know the best way to answer him? ¿Sabes la mejor manera de, de responderle? You're not praying. Estás orando. Dice, devil, you're right. Diablo, tienes razón. I've not been praying. No estás orando. I've not been reading the Bible like I should. Y no he leído la Biblia tampoco como debería, ¿no? You're right. Tienes razón. You are absolutely right. Estás completamente uh, bien. I should have prayed more. Debería haber orado más. Should have read the Bible more. Y debería leer aún más. Should have been... I should have gone to church this week. Debería haber ido a la iglesia esta semana. I should have done a lot of things. Y que son muchas cosas que debería haber hecho. You're right, devil. Y diablo, tienes razón. But guess what? Pero ¿sabes qué? I have Jesus on my side as my lawyer. Tengo a Jesús acá. Él es mi abogado. I plead guilty. Me declaro culpable. I plead guilty. Soy culpable. But in Christ. Pero en Cristo. He is the one that forgives. Él perdona. Because he knows the judge personally. Porque él conoce al juez en persona. Are you with me? Ah, huh? are you with me? Agree with him. Ponte de acuerdo con él. Say, you're right. Tienes razón, diablo. You are right. Tienes razón. What you said is absolutely right. Lo que has dicho es verdad. And let me tell you, devil, I could give you a few more things too if you want. ¿Sabes de qué? Te olvidaste de esto. Déjame decirte estas otras dos cosas más. But you know what? ¿Sabes de qué? I can go to Jesus right now. Puedo ir a Jesús ahora mismo. And he'll wash me in his blood. Y él me va a limpiar. He already took it to the cross. Él ya un llevó eso a la cruz. He'll cleanse me. Él me va a limpiar. And he'll give me victory. Y me va a dar victoria. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You see? Amen. When you justify yourself, it's all pride. Pero cuando nos justificamos es todo por orgullo. It's all pride. Eh, and that's orgullo. exactly what the devil wants you to do. Y es lo que el diablo quiere hacer. You see, he wants you to do one of two things. Quiere una u otra cosa. They say, oh, man, that's it. I'm. I can't be a Christian. It's not possible. I'm quitting. Que diga, posible. No puedo ser cristiano. Or he, or, or he gets you to rise up and say, "Well, I don't care. I'm going to do it again myself. I okay. can do it." Te levantes y diga, a mí no me importa. Yo voy a seguir haciéndolo más otra vez. And both. Y ambas reacciones. Are exactly what he wants you to do. Es lo que él quiere que hagas. But if you agree with him. Pero si te pones de acuerdo. Say, "You're right." Es cierto. But I have Jesus. Pero tengo a Jesús. Come, Jesus. Ven, Jesús. Wash me. Now I've shared here many times the the law of leprosy. I think a lot of you already know it. Yo muchas veces aquí he compartido esa ley de la lepra que muchos la saben. We won't look at it in the Old Testament, Leviticus. No vamos a ver eso en Levítico nuevamente. Remember when a when a leper when when they found a spot in a, in a man's body? Recuerdan cuando encontraban una mancha en el en el en el cuerpo de un hombre. They had to take that man right to the priest. Le llevaban al sacerdote. The priest would look. Él miraba. See if it was deeper than the skin. Y miraba si era más profunda que la piel. If it was, si era así, unclean. Era um, inmundo, inmundo, yeah. outside the camp. Tenía que irse al campamento. That was it. That was the decree. Y hasta esa era la ley. They gave him a chance to see if he could recover from it, but if not, outside the camp. Y le daban la oportunidad de ver si él podía recuperarse de ello, pero si no, fuera. But, pero, if a man, if a man came to the priest, si uno venía al sacerdote, and the priest looked, y le miraba. And this sounds crazy. Ahora quizás te parezca locura. But the priest looks. Y miraba al sacerdote. From the top of his head. De la cabeza. To the sole of his foot. A los pies. To the extremes of his arms and hands. A los extremos de sus brazos, sus manos. And if the priest sees him entirely covered with leprosy. Y el sacerdote le miraba completamente cubierto de lepra. What was the decree of the of the priest? ¿Cuál era lo que declaraba el sacerdote? Remembers. ¿Qué recuerda? Clean. <laughs> read it. I mean, when you get a chance, if you never saw it before, read it. If the man was totally covered with leprosy, and the priest discovered him to be fully covered with leprosy, every place he looked, but the, the decree of the priest was clean. Now, what does that mean for us spiritually? It's when we look at our lives and say, well, brother, I don't have that many problems, just this little spot here. It's not much. I mean, I do this and I do that. And surely this is, I mean, look at this arm. This arm is fine. It's just this side over here, you know. The priest says, unclean, no cure. Inmundo, no hay cura. But if you come to the cross, pero si viene a la cruz, you say, Lord, y dice, Señor, 
I thought it was just one spot. Yo pensaba que era una mancha. But I know if you look closer. Pero yo sé que si miras más you're going to see I'm totally covered. Vas a ver que estoy cubierto. No good thing in me. No hay nada bueno en mí, Señor. What's the priest say? Y entonces, ¿qué dice el sacerdote? Limpio. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, that's the whole purpose of the cross is to bring us back to reality. And the Bible says the way we received Christ. Colossians 2.6 The way you received Christ so walk ye in Him. Now look with me if you will in Deuteronomy I'm going to show you another interesting law that um, well it's interesting. Y veamos en Deuteronomio que lo que vemos otra ley que es igualmente interesante. Uh, it's a law that, uh, that was given by Moses. Una ley que fue dada por Moisés. En Deuteronomio 23. Capítulo 23. And this law is a very interesting law and the Lord taught me how to use it. Y esta ley es muy interesante y Dios me enseñó realmente cómo usarla. Now, I, don't, I don't know how it comes out in Spanish but in English it's very discreet the words that it uses. No, no sé cómo... <laughs> Quizás sale en español, pero en inglés es bastante discreta la palabra o la manera en que lo, que lo describen. Verses 12 to 14. El verso 12 al 14. Thou shalt have a place also without the camp, whether thou shalt go forth abroad, and thou shalt have a paddle upon thy weapon, and it shall be when thou art, uh, thou wilt ease thyself abroad, thou shalt dig therewith, and shalt turn back and cover that which cometh from thee. For the Lord thy God walketh in the midst of thy camp to deliver thee, and to give up thine enemies before thee. Therefore shall thy camp be holy, that he see no unclean thing in thee, and turn away from thee. Go ahead in Spanish. Is it? 13 and 14. 13 and 14. 13 14. Dice, pero al, uh, no. tendrás también en, entre tus armas una estaca. No, bueno. 13 and 14. Oh, perdón. El verso, I'm, 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 I'm omitting for Okay. Verso 12, ¿no? Dice, tendrás y cuando estuvieras allá afuera, cavarás con ella, y luego al volverte, cubrirás tu excremento. Porque Jehová tu Dios anda en medio de tu campamento para librarte y para entregar a tus enemigos delante de ti. Por tanto, tu campamento ha de ser santo para que Él no vea en ti cosa inmunda y se vuelva en pos de ti. En todo pueblo de Dios dice, Amén. <laughs> What a strange law. I don't know if you understood the wording of it in Spanish or English, but, but uh, what a strange law. That when you do that thing, the main part of the law is that make sure you do it outside the camp, but when you do it, cover it up. Cuando vayas a hacer por allá afuera, ¿no? Bueno, cuando vayas, te tocaba hacer algo, ¿no? Que te salías del campamento, que te fueras lejos o largo, ¿no? Y lo hiciera, ¿no? Does that make sense? I mean, <laughs> he's trying to be very discreet with his words, but uh, at any rate, it's talking about when you make a mess. Habla no cuando haces bajas hacer tu necesidad. Necesidad. There we go. Okay, make it clear. Okay, so you go outside the camp and it says, make sure that you cover it up. Now I had a real problem with this when I first got involved in the ministry. I, I was very conscious of myself. And, this, and see, this is the other side of pride. I was a very, very, very shy person. I, I still have a difficulty being around people. Yo era una persona muy tímida que aún ahora o sea, encuentro dificultad estando alrededor de personas. And the Lord had to deal with me. Y Dios ha tenido que tratar uh, But it's, it's even worse for a, for a shy person to have done something publicly ridiculous or wrong that people Pero can see. Es aún peor para una persona tímida haber hecho algo ridículo quizás en frente de un público que todos lo vean. And that's why I was, I was very introverted in that way. And, and when I did things and people laughed at me or, or people said, oh, look, look at him, you know, why did he do it like that? Boy, I would just, I would go into, I'd go into a shell for about two weeks, two months or whatever, you know, and cuando, couldn't do anything for the Lord. If someone come and said, brother, that's really not the right way to do it, boy, I would just close down and say I can't do anything right and man, I'm always messed up and 
si alguien me decía bueno mira esto no fue la manera correcta de haber hecho esto yo nuevamente me encerraba y decía yo no puedo hacer nada pero qué problema ¿cuántos saben de que eso también es orgullo? It's a very deceitful kind of pride. Es un quizás una, un tipo de orgullo bastante engañoso. Because it can look like humility. Porque quizás parezca humildad. We'll look at a shy or, or a timid person and say, oh, what a humble person, what a humble sister. She's so, <laughs> she's so timid and shy, you know. Quizás vemos una persona tímida o un hermano, hermano tímido y decimos, ah, pero qué, qué humilde esta persona. And all of a sudden, something happens and you go, whoa, what happened to that person? You know? De repente algo pasa. Where did that lion come from? You know? ¿Qué le pasó? ¿De dónde vino eso? Because because we don't understand many times. Porque muchas veces no entendemos. We've shared before that discouragement is pride. Compartíamos antes de que el desánimo es orgullo. It's pride upside down, but it's pride. Es orgullo al revés, pero es orgullo. Right? Yes or no? Sí o no? I mean, let's call a tiger by the name, you know. Let's call the tiger by his name. Es llamar al tigre por su nombre. Right? Call a lion by its name. Llamar al león por su nombre. And call sin by its name. Llamar al pecado por su nombre. The beautiful thing about calling sin what it really is is that there's an answer. Y lo hermoso de llamar al pecado por lo que es es de que hay respuesta. There's an answer. Hay respuesta. You see, if it's a, if it's just a little spot of leprosy, if it's just a little character flaw, well, you know, there's not much Jesus can do for you. Y si es quizás una simple mancha de lepra o una falla de carácter ahí, bueno, no hay cura. But if it's sin, pero si es pecado, ooh, then his blood comes. Entonces su sangre viene. And cleanses. Y limpia. So I had that problem, and I, I had to really battle it. Yo experimentaba ese problema y tenía que batallar con I would él. go for weeks and I was in ministry, you know, working with a number of other ministers and I'd go for weeks kind of like, man, I can't do anything. What am I doing here? Why am I serving God? There's no hope for me and just feel miserable. Yo pasaba semanas enteras así que trabajando con otras personas y sintiéndome mal por mí mismo de que no puedo hacer nada, no hay esperanza para mí. Uh, I would struggle. I, I struggle with a lot of things. I remember one time they, that simple little thing, but one time they, they brought a shipment of donuts Uh, to the church where we were ministering there the, the, for all the uh, ministers and because we lived kind of in a, in a poor manner we didn't, we didn't see donuts too often you know? <laughs> and the kitchen was full of donuts y la cocina estaba llena de donuts. and boy we were there that night we had a feast y esa noche tuvimos un banquete. we had a feast of donuts I mean we ate donuts, un banquete de donuts. and we enjoyed eating donuts y disfrutamos For a long time, we enjoyed eating donuts. Por mucho tiempo comiendo but, donuts. But that night, I went to bed and boy, my stomach—you know, donuts doing your stomach at night. I mean, and our habit then was to wake up at 6 a.m. To, to praise, uh, to praise and worship the Lord for an hour together before we started the day. Nuestro hábito era a las seis de la mañana levantarnos para orar, alabar al Señor. Six o'clock came a little bit too soon for me. So I went, we went down to the hall there and, and we're all sitting down and we're supposed to and each one of us are supposed to mention things to praise God for. And, and I was half asleep, you know. My brother next to me kept going like this, you know, wake up. And finally it was my turn to mention something, you know, and, and, and I thought of a donut. Y al final era mi turno mencionar algo y yo pensé de una dona. I thought a donut is round. Una dona es redonda. I, I don't know all the weird ideas that came up. Donut is round. It has a center out of it. It's the middle letter of the word God. I had all kinds of weird things going through my mind, but everything all around donuts, you know. Y yo tenía todo donas. Dije redonda. Tiene un eh, en medio un edificio. La, tiene la letra en medio de, de la palabra de Dios. Bueno, oh, yeah, mayor, casi, no sé. casi. Uh, and I, I was just half asleep. And, and finally it was my turn but I said brother it's your turn to say something you know? and I had all that in my mind I thought uh, what came out was let's praise God for donuts and I was saying thank you Lord praise you Jesus thank you for donuts and Until I, re until I realized everybody was staring at me. And I was probably the youngest one there at that time. And I realized I said oh my What did I say? <laughs> and I went for days in, in depression. I said, that's it. God, God has shown everybody I'm a fool. No, no hope for me. 
No hope for me. Soy un dundo, ¿no? And, and finally, no hay esperanza para mí. Finally, an elder, an elder pastor came to me and, and, and came up to me. Y finalmente un pastor, un anciano vino a mí. He said, "What's wrong with you?" Y me, me dijo, ¿Por qué why, te pasa? Why, why are you looking like that? ¿Por qué andas así? You look so miserable. Te, te ves tan miserable. Said, I feel bad about what happened, you know, a few days ago. Yo me sentía mal de lo que había pasado días said, atrás. I, I'm just a mess. My life's a mess. You know. dije, Donuts of all things. And, and uh, he said, brother, let me show you. And he showed me this portion of scripture in Deuteronomy 23. And he said it like this. He said, brother, if you make a mess, don't sit next to it and smell it all day don't keep staring at it and wondering wow God doesn't want that stuff around here get that shovel dig a hole bury it of course not in ourselves but rather with the blood of Jesus. Claro, en caso, ¿no? Con la de Jesús. Go to Christ. Ve a Cristo. Say, Lord, Jesús, I'm a mess. Soy un Lord, look at my life. Mira mi vida. Look what's happening. Mira lo que me está Lord, Señor, I'm a mess. Soy un completo Lleno de lepra. But that's why you died, Lord. Pero por eso tú, Señor. Come and wash me in your blood. Ven a Come and cleanse me with your blood, Lord. Ven tu Give our life to Christ. And we can say amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's just like being born again, again. Es como nacer nuevamente. Being born again, again. Nacer de nuevo. A fresh start. Un, un, una, un nuevo empezar. That's why the Bible says His mercies are new every morning. Por eso nos habla la Biblia que sus misericordias son nuevas cada cada mañana. But you see, for a proud person. Pero para la persona orgullosa. That just doesn't work. Eso no simplemente no trabaja. First of all, the fact that everybody else saw the mess they made. Ahora, primeramente el hecho de que todos vieron el, el desorden que hizo. You know, people say this, you know, they, they, they don't come to church for a while, or they have problems in their lives, or situations come, and, and they come back to church, and they say, why? Everybody's looking at me strange. Y a veces personas dicen, bueno, quizás no han venido a la iglesia por mucho tiempo, no han estado ahí, y no, venir, ¿no? Everybody's dicen, looking at me weird now. Dicen, bueno, todos just me ven raro. Missed, just because I missed one meeting. Solo porque no estuve aquí un servicio. Everybody looks at me weird. Todos me ven raro. Is that really what's happened, do you think? Pero es eso lo que en verdad pasa. Do you really crees? think that everybody is looking at that person weird? ¿Tú crees que todo el mundo está viendo a la persona raramente? Well, there may be a few that do that. I don't know. Quizás alguno por ahí haga eso. But the real problem, pero en verdad el problema, is with the person. Es con la persona. They want everybody to think they're okay. Que quizás quiere que todos piensen que todo está bien. And the fact that now some people think they're not okay. Pero el hecho que quizás algunos ahora piensan que no están bien las cosas. They're, they're all conscious of that. Como que está sobre, muy consciente they don't know how to deal with it. No, no sabes cómo tratar con What eso. can I do? You know, ¿Qué hago? Okay, it'll take me at least. Let's see, I missed this much time. It'll take me at least this much time to make everybody see that I'm okay now. Bueno, dice, estado ausente todo este tiempo. Ahora voy a tener que venir todo este tiempo para que todo esté bien otra vez. And it doesn't work like that. Pero no trabaja así. And you say amen. Amen. That's not how it works. O sea, no, no es como trabaja Agree esto. with your adversary. Ponte de acuerdo con tu adversario. And say, that's, I, I know they're going to look at me weird when I go to church tomorrow. I know they're going to look at me weird when I go to church because I'm a mess. But that's what the church is for. It's for a bunch of messes. <laughs> Can you say amen? Anybody here that's not a mess? I know Martin's not a mess. I mean, just look at him. He's not a mess, is he? How do you say mess in Spanish? In Puerto Rico, Leo. I like that word. I use I use that word a lot in prayer. Fracaso soy. But in Christ, you see. You see, when we get this relationship right this way, everything gets straightened out this way. You see, we don't have these feelings about people. Let me show you three areas. You know, uh, first of all, you know, you already know the verses in 1 Peter 5 and James 4 where God says that uh, that God um, he gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. Todos sabemos el verso, ¿no? En, en, en Pedro uh, 4 y en, en Santiago de que dice que Dios resiste al soberbio, al soberbio pero da gracia al humilde. I, I was studying that word resist the other day in, in the Greek. Y, y el otro día yo estudiaba esa palabra de resiste, ¿no? En el, en el griego. And, and uh, it sounds even pretty strain, strong in itself. It's, it, the word is antitasomai. Antitasomai. 
Y suena hasta extraño que sea la palabra porque es esa palabra anti tesoma. And the word me is a the word is a military term. Y en sí es un término militar. It's used in, when whenever a battle uh, is when in battle when they stand up to to resist the enemy and point all their guns at the enemy. That's the word antitesomai. Y habla de cuando en la batalla quizás todos se paran y están listos para resistir al enemigo. So we can, la palabra. We can translate it like this. Podemos quizás traducirlo así. God gives grace to the humble. Dios da gracia al humilde. But he points his gun. Pero él apunta su arma. And I don't think any of us want God to point his. We don't want any of. We don't want God to point his guns. Yo que nadie acá quiere que Dios apunte su su arma a ti. Can you say amen? Amen. Yeah, a few days this past week, I had some days where God just says, "Whoops, take the grace off of that guy and see what he thinks now." God just said, "Take the grace off of that guy and see what he thinks now." I mean, it got so bad. My DJ said, "Mommy, what's wrong with Daddy?" <laughs> Se puso fue tan mal de que a un niño le preguntaba qué pasa con papi. Mami? Even the kids were wondering what's wrong with that. You know what's wrong with my dad. A unos niños se preguntaban qué pasa con papi. And all of a sudden I realized God is resisting me. Y de repente me di cuenta Dios me está resistiendo. So I just began to say Lord. Y dije Señor. You're right. Tienes razón. Devil, you're right. Diablo, tienes razón. I'm a mess. Soy un I've not been, I, I, I did something I, I probably shouldn't have done. I, I should have been doing this when I was doing that, Lord. Es algo que quizás no debía hacer y no hice esto cuando debía haberlo hecho y estoy mal. Thank you for your blood. Pero gracias Señor por tu sangre. Oh, and he cleanses and he limpia, gives you a fresh start. Te da un comienzo nuevo. Gozo. And then you can hear the kids say in a different way, "Wow, what's wrong with daddy?" Y entonces puedes oír a los niños de otra manera decir, "¿Qué pasa con papi?" There's grace. Hay gracia. You don't have to kick the bedroom door. No tienes por qué patear la puerta de, del, del dormitorio. You don't have to shout at uh, the kitchen sink because it's not working right. No tienes que gritar ahí en, el, en la mano de la cocina porque no trabaja. There's grace. Hay gracia. He gives more grace, it says in James. Y aún dice en Santiago da más gracia. Amen. Amen. If I can, I'd like to just share three areas of pride that Jesus refers to. Y si puedo, quisiera compartir tres áreas de orgullo que Jesús compartió. And look first with me, uh, just three verses we'll, we'll share and then we'll finish for today. But Matthew 23. Y tres vamos a compartir en Mateo 23. And uh, here, there's an expression he uses in all three portions. Y aquí hay una expresión que usa en las tres porciones. And that expression is in verse 12. Esta clave es el verso 12. And Jesus uses this three times in the Gospels. Y Jesús usa esto tres veces en los Evangelios. This is the first one. Y esta es la primera aquí. He says in verse 12, Whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased, and he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. Dice, porque el que se enaltece será humillado, y el que se humilla será enaltecido. You can put it like this in, modern, in, phys in, in physics. Y podemos ponerlo quizás en física ahora. Sí. What goes up Lo que sube must come down. Tiene que bajar. But we add, we add one more part in God's kingdom. Pero en el reino de Dios añadimos algo más. What goes down Lo que baja must come up. Tiene que subir. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. Okay, verse 12. So now what's the reference of this? Ahora, ¿cuál es la referencia de esto? A lot of things he's speaking about. Muchas cosas que está hablando aquí. But in verse 7 he pits on something that's that's perhaps you may find in your life as, a, as an area of pride that God wants to deal with also. Pero el verso 7 él señala algo que quizás en tu vida también encuentras como un área que un problema ahí. En verso 7. Verso 7. Greetings in the market to be and these these Pharisees they they love to be called rabbi, rabbi. Esto como saben los fariseos les 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 encantaba que les llamasen rabí. Jesus says, "Be ye not called rabbi, for one is your master." Y Jesús dijo que no seáis llamados rabí porque uno es vuestro señor. Verse 9. Verso 9. And call no man your father upon earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Dice, no llaméis padre vuestro a nadie en la tierra porque uno es vuestro padre el que está en los cielos. Neither be ye called masters for only one is your master. Y seáis llamados maestros porque solo uno es vuestro maestro. El What's this area Jesus is referring to? Entonces, ¿cuál es esta área que Jesús se refiere? It seems a bit harsh. Parece un poco áspero, ¿no? How many, how many have, how many tell your children to call you father or dad or whatever it may be? ¿Y cuántos dicen a sus hijos, no, que le llamen papi o padre? Right. Here Jesus says, don't let any man call you that. But there's, there's an understanding of what he's referring to. And that's that in man, in humans, uh, in, in, in that sinful fallen nature, there's that desire to want to have a title of some sort. 
In other words, you know, my, you know, uh, that pastor or a church deacon or on your job, general manager, or if you're a janitor, maintenance engineer. O en la iglesia, el pastor, o el día como tal, o el o en tu trabajo el manager general o si eres un janitor, ¿no? Que maintenance engineer with gold eres, letters, eso se dice ingeniero de mantenimiento. There is something inside of us that, that kind of a, looks for that sometimes whether we think Al, it or not. Algo dentro como que busca por eso, ¿no? ya sea que sea es así o no. Now, uh, you know, there, there's the opposite of that that's still pride too. Y está lo opuesto de ello también que es orgullo de todos and, and that's where you don't want anybody to call give you a title. Y que no, cuando no quieres que quizás nadie te, te llame por un título o algo así. No, that's, that's not for me. Y dices, no, eso no es para I don't mí. Want titles. Oh, yo no quiero títulos. But God wants to give you a title. Pero quizás Dios te lo quiere dar. God wants to give you a place. Dios quiere darte un lugar. He wants to give you a title. Dios quiere darte ese título. The Bible talks about elders and deacons. Paul called himself an apostle. La, la, la Biblia habla de ancianos, diáconos y, y Pablo se llamó a sí mismo apóstol. He called Timothy his son. Llamó a Timoteo su hijo. And I was, there was a message, someone on the radio in Puerto Rico once that got it all confused. They said, uh, they were given a message about Timothy, or uh, Paul and his wife Silas and their son Timothy. <laughs> Alguien en Puerto Rico en un mensaje de radio se equivocó. Estaba hablando acerca de Pablo, Silas, su esposa y Timoteo, su hijo. But Silas was not a was not a woman by the Pero by the way. Pero Silas no era. And no Timothy era wasn't his real son. Y Timoteo no era en verdad su hijo. But Paul referred that way because of grace that God had given him. Pero Pablo se refiere a eso por la gracia que Dios le había dado. I remember when I was in Toronto, we were invited to go to another church's uh, 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 or, uh, convention. Y recuerdo mientras estábamos en Toronto fuimos invitados a otra iglesia a una convención. And I thought, you know, as ministers of a certain church, we were we were pretty humble in the way we did things. You know? pensaba bueno como ministro de otra de una iglesia éramos bastante humildes in fact I figured you know we were, we were so humble that most other churches were proud compared to us y es más yo pensaba que éramos tan humildes de que la mayoría de las iglesias eran orgullosas comparado a nosotros and we went to this church there and we were sitting down and, and before the meeting started I, I turned to one of the brothers y estábamos ahí nos sentamos en esta iglesia y antes de que empezara el, el servicio me torné a este hermano and I said brother um, what, what's the name of this church y yo pregunté y dije ¿cuál es el, el nombre de esta iglesia? and that brother turned around y este hermano se lo tornó a mí and gave me and the other brother that was with me a, a, a lecture for about five or ten minutes as to why we should not have names y este hermano nos dio una, una, lección, una lectura que esa a mí y al otro hermano o sea de cinco o diez minutos ¿por qué no deberíamos tener nombres? he said a church shouldn't have a name una iglesia no debe tener un nombre. A name produces pride. Un nombre produce orgullo. Right? Hmm? But what was coming out from him? Pero entonces qué qué salía de él? Pride. Orgullo. But they didn't have a name. Porque no tenían nombre. Are you with me still? Hmm? Yeah. This gets real tricky when you when you try to figure it out here. But that pride is deceitful. Y esto puede ser bien engañoso, ¿no? Pero o sea, de que así se torna. And there's some people that won't do anything in the church because they think they want to stay humble. They don't want to be lifted up. Como algunos a veces en la iglesia no quieren hacer nada, nada porque quieren siempre ser así tan humildes. I mean, they've seen the opposite example of someone say, "Well, I'm not going to go to that church unless they make me a chief." Elder or something. You know? yeah. I mean, I want that church to recognize me. You, know? you have that extreme. But then you have the other extreme. Well, I, I see that. I don't want that. See, I'm much more humble. No titles for me. I just want to be known as a humble brother in the church. That doesn't work either, does it? Pero tampoco es así. Is it right? Sí. Paul made it very simple. Pablo lo hizo muy simple. I am what I am by the grace of God. Dijo, yo soy lo que soy por la gracia de If Dios. God says apostle. Si Dios dice apóstol. Okay, I'm an apostle. Bien, apóstol. I, don't, I don't feel like one. I feel pretty wretched, but I'm an apostle by no, His grace. No, no me siento así. Me siento miserable, pero I, bueno, I, I never have gotten used to people calling me pastor. I still don't like it. I, and I think that's all pride too. Yo nunca me acostumbraba a las personas llamarme pastor. No me gusta, pero I mean, people say, they, they call me pastor. I no, just call me David, you know. Me llaman pastor y digo, no, llámeme David. You see, I don't, I don't, I don't call, you know. I don't call Martin, you know, ice cream man or Martin, you know. Como a mí no me llama 
Yeah, whatever your job is. You know, if you're an electrician, I'll say, hey, electrician, or hey, auto mechanic, so and so. You know, I just call you by your name. But I know that's probably pride in me too. Because I'm a pastor by the grace of God. The title doesn't mean a lot to me, but then again, if you don't call me pastor, I may get upset. No, uses everything he can to deal with us. Right? He uses everything he can. We need to let him do that. Realizing he's God. So there's an attitude of problem with titles. In Luke chapter 14, there's another problem. And it's kind of similar. Bastante similar. Luke chapter 14. Lucas. Lucas, ¿no? 14, 14. Uh, verse 11, <coughs> verso 11 is that key verse again whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted and he, if you go back to verse 7 we can see the context of it and he put forth a parable to those which were bidden when he marked how they chose out the chief rooms, saying unto them. So he was noticing how people were acting. They, they wanted to be in a prominent position. They wanted to be up front or... Uh, you know, or they wanted to be uh, next to the people of authority or something like that. They wanted to be known as an associate of someone of importance. They wanted a position. And, and Jesus says, that's pride too. But that is the opposite side of that. Where when the, the, the Lord is saying, look, I want you to sit here. This is where I want you. You can say, oh Lord, that's too high for me. <laughs> that's the opposite side, but that's just as much pride. It's all pride. Right? And how many problems have you seen in churches because people don't understand that other side of pride? Jealousy. Where does jealousy come from? I mean, I mean why does the pastor, I mean, that's, that must be the pastor's best friend or something, you know. Right? Or, 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 you know, why does that person get all that privilege? Or why him? Or why her? And, you know, the Bible says promotion doesn't come from the south, west, east, or north. It comes from the Lord. It's not him that runs, it's not him that wills, it's God that shows mercy. So sometimes we may not have the problem of wanting the best seat, we may have the opposite problem of never wanting to sit there, even if God says so. And both of them are pride. And there won't be grace in our life. Amen. I am what I am soy lo que soy. by the grace of God. Por la and I labored more than them all, Paul goes on to say. I've worked more than all of you. Más que todos now, that doesn't sound like pride. I don't know what does. Si eso no orgullo, entonces, sabe qué es? But there is a difference. Pero hay una that was pride in God's grace. Eso era el orgullo, orgullo en la gracia de Dios. Pride in God's grace. Orgulloso de la gracia de Dios. It's the Lord. See, Paul wanted to glorify God. You see, when we get it all straightened out in our mind, serving God becomes so simple. Right? We need to be converted. And become like children. Children don't go through all those weird concepts and ideas. Well, now, if I ask him this, he'll think that. I know I'm talking to some of you because I know some of you are, are, are you, you outthink everybody you talk to. 
Y, y quizás hable alguno de ustedes, pero yo sé que quizás algunos acá como que, como que piensan más, más, más rápido que, que algunos cuando hablan, ¿no? Why you're talking to somebody, you're already thinking a thousand things that person might be thinking, so you're trying to word it the right way, and you never end up saying what you're trying to say. Mientras hablas con alguien, quizás estás pensando quizás mil palabras, mil minutos por hora, ¿no? Y pensando qué decir de vuelta, ¿no? Now, if I ask him this, y que si yo pregunto esto, he'll think I mean that. Él va a pensar que digo esto. But he could think I mean this. O quizás piense esto. But if I ask it like that, pero si pregunto de esta maybe manera, he'll think this way. Quizás piense de así. Oh, but if so and so hears me ask him like this, pero si esta persona me oye decirlo de esta manera, and if you have those mental gymnastics sometimes, y como que tienes esa esa gimnástica mental a veces, ¿no? It's going to affect your relationship. Que va a afectar tu relación. You'll never be part of the church. Y nunca vas a ser parte verdad de la iglesia. Until you become a child. Hasta que Children make friends so easy. Los niños hacen amistad tan fácil. Is that right? Sí. They make friends so easy. We have to be careful with them sometimes. Ah, quizás hacen amistad tan fácilmente que hay que tener cuidado a veces. You see? We need to be like that. Necesitamos ser así. That's lowliness of mind. Esa humildad de, de, de mente. ¿no? There's another area that's perhaps a little more difficult to perceive. Y hay otra área que es un poco más uh, más difícil de percibir. But it's very important. Pero es muy importante. Luke 18. En Lucas capítulo 18. Verse 14 is the key verse. El verso 14 es el, el verso clave. For everyone that exalts himself shall be abased and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. <coughs> verse 14. And the context of this verse. Nuevamente lo dice, ¿no? Porque cualquiera que se enalteje será humillado y el que se humille será enaltecido. El contexto del verso. In verse 9. Verso 9. And Jesus spoke this parable unto certain ones who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Decía unos que confiaban en sí mismos como como justos y menospreciaban a los otros. Right. Is there anything you've done in your life that you look around and you say, "Now why can't other people do this?" Y quizás hay algo que a veces quizás has visto alrededor y dices, "Pero por qué otros no pueden hacer esto?" Right? Despising others. And here we're talking about especially a spiritual spirituality of some sort. That's why legalism in churches is such a sin. Because And I, I should know about it because I lived in it for, a, for many years. Where you look around and especially among women. See, I don't wear earrings. Now it even applies to men too, I guess. <laughs> See, I don't wear earrings. So and so wears earrings. I'm more humble. Can't you tell? Can't you tell? No te das cuenta? Right? Mm-hmm. See, now Martin doesn't wear a tie. Uh, doesn't he look more humble than me this morning? Más humilde que yo. Of course, he could be proud that he is more humble. <laughs> you know, it goes on and on. Continúa así, así, ¿no? Right? Uh, it's all pride. One way or the other. De una u otra manera. And it's all a matter of us not realizing y, y quizás todo depende si no nos damos cuenta who we should really be comparing ourselves to. Que con quién de verdad debemos compararnos. If we were really comparing ourselves this way, si en verdad nos estamos comparando así, we wouldn't have any problem this way. No vamos a tener ningún problema acá abajo. Amen? Sí. Amen. Amen. Okay. We'll close with this verse in Luke chapter 3. Let's all stand. Vamos a estar de pie. Because this is a teaching of God's kingdom. These are the laws of the kingdom. These are principles of the gospel. Paul spent time discussing it. Pablo pasó tiempo discutiendo. And we need to take the time as well. We need to understand. Entender. Now, Here in Luke chapter 3 real quickly this verse came to me so strongly today because we're discussing these four things that in Ephesians 4 we're going to be discussing them. Y aquí en capítulo 3 de Lucas este verso vino a mí tan fuerte hoy especialmente ya que estamos viendo estas cosas aquí en Efesios, ¿no? Selfish pride. Este orgullo este orgullo este 
egoistic egoista uh, which is uh, the opposite of loneliness que es lo opuesto de esa humildad selfish resistance esa resistencia egoísta which también. is the opposite of meekness que es lo opuesto de la mansedumbre selfish impatience y esa impaciencia egoísta which también. is the opposite of long suffering que es lo opuesto de la longanimidad selfish intolerance esa esa intolerancia egoísta which is the opposite of forbearing or soportando que es lo opuesto de soportarnos unos con otros those four areas esas cuatro áreas and when Paul when, rather when John the Baptist came preaching the kingdom of God. His goal, his purpose was to prepare the way for Christ. And he said this. And in Luke chapter 3 verse 4. He said, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. And he goes on in verse 5. And this is the, what the gospel will do in our lives. This is the power of the gospel to transform. In verse 5, every valley shall be filled. Every mountain shall be brought low. The crooked ways made straight and the rough ways made smooth. Allanados. For what purpose? Para qué? So that all flesh may see the salvation of God. Y verá toda carne la salvación de Dios. Amen. Amen. Don't you want a testimony that people will say, "This is the grace of God"? Y no queremos ese testimonio de que puedan todos decir esta es la gracia de Dios. This is the grace of God. Esta es la gracia de Dios. Just give yourself to the Lord real quickly. Quien como Jehová, nuestro Dios. Salmo 113 Que se sientan las alturas Que se humilla a mirar En los cielos y en la tierra Levanta al pobre del pueblo y lo alza del mulada para sentarlo, para sentarlo con príncipes, con príncipes de su pueblo, para sentarlo con príncipes, con príncipes del Señor. ¿Quién como yo? Let every mountain be brought down. Let all the crooked areas in our life be made straight. And let all the rough places be made smooth. That all flesh may see the salvation and glory of God. Thank you for encouraging your people today, Lord. Gracias, Señor, por animar, Señor, a tu pueblo. Lift up the faint hearts. Levanta, Señor, el corazón del Thank you for the fresh faith you breathe into our lives. Gracias por la fe fresca que soplas en nuestras vidas. In Jesus' precious name. En el nombre precioso de Jesús. Amen. 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 So stay inside those foxholes when the enemy comes. Así que quédate en las trincheras cuando el enemigo venga. You'll find victory in every battle. Vas a encontrar victoria en cada batalla. By the grace of God. Por la gracia de Dios. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Que Dios lo bendiga a todos.